Hello everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Screen Time Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Luke. And today, we're going to be discussing the Rocky movies and some of the Creed movies. More on that at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. We're basically just going to start with Rocky 1 and work through the movies in order of release. Yeah. Very simple. Should be fun. And away we go. Luke, what did you think of the first Rocky movie? Okay. So, I hadn't seen any of the Rocky movies before this, and I had heard a lot of excitement about some of them. There was a lot of love and hype towards the first Rocky movie, being, oh, you gotta watch Rocky. You know, when I told people I hadn't seen it, they're like, what? You haven't seen Rocky? What are you still doing? Go watch it. You know? So I watched it, and it's... My initial reaction was that it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think it is overhyped, as much as yeah. I do enjoy it. Oh, I definitely, yeah, it wasn't without enjoyment, but, yeah. Yeah, I think the big thing about the Rocky movie that is hard to anticipate because people hype it up so much is how little of the movie is dedicated to actual fighting. Yeah. It's not a lot of time. No, it's basically... They spend a lot of time doing, like, personal stuff, which I think is surprising. Mm-hmm. Because the movie's heavily advertised, and everything that everyone knows about the movie it's the is training. the fight, and you know the the training soundtrack, especially yeah, with Rocky's theme and stuff, and him running up the stairs and throwing his hands up, but no one talks about how long it takes for him to go on a date with Adrian, or whatever the heck happens with Polly <laughs> in any yeah. of these movies. <laughs> oh boy, Polly. And truthfully, mm-hmm. I don't care for a lot of the personal stuff yeah in in concept i think i like it but it's so long yeah like all of these movies are so long for the first half or whatever the movie and it's weird because up until creed none of these movies pass two hours yeah so the fact that they feel really long is like kind of shocking <laughs> yeah the first one i think feels particularly awkward with the beginning of Rocky's relationship with Adrian, which is really creepy. Yeah. Very, uh, 70s. Yeah. Not 70s reality, necessarily, but 70s movies. I think Sylvester Stallone watched a bit too many James Bond That's movies. Thinking, yeah. <laughs> before Very before Sean Connery. Script. Yeah. The most awkward moment is when he pretty much just tells Adrian that he's going to kiss her and that she doesn't have to kiss him back. And you're watching it, and I'm like, I know that was a long time ago, but... <laughs> That's not how it works, man. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess that worked for him in the movie. Cause... Thank God she was interested in him because that <laughs> be a much different movie. <laughs> Which is weird because the last five minutes have been her being stating that she's uncomfortable by him and wants to leave. That is true. <laughs> oh, boy. So that that was an interesting part of the movie, for sure. Yeah, I do, I do really enjoy him screaming for Adrian at the end of the fight, though. <laughs> Yeah, this is the best part of the movie. And there's a reason everyone quotes it, because he's just, he's just belting it. <laughs> yeah, her her role in these movies gets interesting, and we'll touch on it more. Mm-hmm. But I, I, do, I do think that it was interesting to have, you know, the love interest for the boxer as someone who doesn't want to watch the fight, and she, like, spends the whole final fight, like, in the dressing room because she can't bother to watch it. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting choice. And, mm-hmm. well... I guess we'll see how my thoughts on it <laughs> change. But for the first movie, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I, I touched on it a little bit. I don't like Polly 
in most of these movies. I don't like him in any of them. <laughs> it feels like, I haven't looked into this at all, but it feels like he was a friend of Stallone. Mm-hmm. Who and like he got like an in to be in these movies, yeah. And it seems like he thinks that he's a lot funnier than he actually is. But like the scenes feel like, hey, look, look, how about how about I hide behind this the meat in the butcher shop, and then during the interview I peek out, and then the the like the reporter gets annoyed at that. How funny would that be? And then it happens in the movie, and you're like, this is kind of weird. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Polly's a, a weird and annoying character. Yeah, character I do like, I really like, is Mickey. Well, Mickey's great. Played by the actor who, until you mentioned it, I didn't realize, yeah. is played by the same guy who plays the Penguin in the 1960s Batman show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when he first showed up, I'm like, who? He's got that, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the Penguin. It's got the, he acts the exact same as the Penguin, too. Different motivations, but all his mannerisms are just there. It's great. You know, after you said that, I'm not sure if it ruined the rest of the movies for me (laughs) or just made them that much better, but I I couldn't take him seriously. (laughs) Although he is a pretty over-the-top character, so it helped a little bit. Yeah, I like Mickey more as the movies go on, but I do think that he is good even in in the first one Mm -hmm. as, like, a guy who, you know, believes that Rocky has, like, what it takes to be up top. And I thought that it was fascinating that he, like, the reason that Mickey doesn't like Rocky is because Rocky's working for a money shark, which is, like, a not very good job. And, yeah, a loan shark. Yeah. And, uh, like, Rocky's job is to, like, bust people up who don't get the money back. Mm-hmm. And Mickey thinks that that's disgusting and that's why he won't train him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I thought that was cool to have a very clear sense of, like, the stuff that Rocky is doing is not good. Mm-hmm. And there is someone who really tells us, just in case you're wondering, like, how we're supposed to feel about his situation. Uh, but they're very clear that, like, he's made a mistake. And, yeah. And that's why he's in this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apollo Creed. I like Apollo Creed. I think Apollo Creed is great. Actually, the cool thing that I really liked about Rocky uh, is that the guy he fights isn't a bad guy. Oh, yeah. He's just a boxer with a big eagle who wants to fight Rocky. Yeah. He's not like antagonistic towards Rocky. I mean, in all of these movies, they have the press scene where they're, you know, the two fighters are sitting and then they'll they'll get mad at each other or one will get mad at each other. And it's a big dramatic thing. But other than that, he doesn't act antagonistic towards Rocky at all. He's just looking for a local, local boxer to fight. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I think that's where a lot of the, the hype for this movie comes from is that there is an interesting mm-hmm. you know outcome where it's not someone who's actively out to get him which happens in later movies but yeah <laughs> now once we get through quite a bit of personal stuff and drama and such we get to the fight mm-hmm. and the fighting is something that i like in a lot of these movies and what i appreciate even from the get-go is that in all these fights they don't glorify boxing as like this fun thing by the end of the fight both of these dudes are really beat up yeah. rocky's eyes swollen shut so they have to like cut it open that was kind of gross yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the just the very clear physical beating that these guys take is pretty impressive yeah yeah how do you feel about the fighting 
I thought the fighting improves. That's true. Maybe not the circumstances behind the fighting improves, but the actual fighting itself definitely improves throughout the movies. But throughout all of the movies, I've thought at the end of every fight, why do people watch this? <laughs> like, I like boxing. I don't watch boxing. And I'm not saying, oh, you, why do you watch box- boxing? You're a barbaric human being. But I'm always just thinking, just watching two people almost kill each other. It seems weird. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's a thing. So, yeah. I also like that Rocky loses the fight. I do too. I knew that Rocky lost the fight. But I couldn't remember. When I was watching it for the first time, I could not remember if that was me thinking of Rocky or the alternate ending to Karate Kid Part 3. <laughs> so I was actually didn't know what was going to happen at the end of the fight. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. What I like about Rocky losing the fight is that the people really root for him. Mm-hmm. And that leads into the second movie. Which yeah. I think is actually a really solid sequel. Oh yeah. It I serves think... as an excellent Part 2. I know? Yeah, I was going to say it almost should have been called Rocky Part 2. Yeah. A line that I really like that Apollo says is, you know, I beat him but I didn't win. I thought even the first time I watched it years ago, that line really stood out to me. I was like, "Oof, that's, that's a good line. That's good. I like yeah. that." <laughs> and I love that Apollo's just like, "We, you know, we got to do this again." Like, I didn't feel like the outcome was what it needed to be. I got to do it again, even though at the end of the first one, he's like, "We're not doing this again. There's no rematch." And then immediately he's like, "We're gonna do a rematch." You know, <laughs> I I take it back. I thought that it was pretty funny watching Rocky deal with wealth. For the first time in his life. And he just sucks at it. Yeah. At the same time, that goes on for so long. That is true. Subtlety is not a theme that plays really strongly in these movies. But something that I did think was kind of cool is they go to the zoo and they go to the tigers exhibit. And Rocky's been talking about how he likes tigers. Mm -hmm. And he proposes and what have you. I love that the first piece of clothing that he buys is a jacket with a tiger on the back of it. I was like, I didn't even think about that. That's actually like, that's kind of subtle and I, I kind of appreciate it. I thought that was really yeah. cool. You're not wrong though. <laughs> it, it does go for too long. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed Rocky trying to be in commercials, but not being able to read the cards and then just like everyone that. gets mad at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's guess... a lot of, a lot of drama as well at the beginning of this movie as well. There is. I liked the training and oh the the training where <laughs> all the kids are chasing him and it in the shot where he's running up the stairs again and all the people and kids are running after him it looks like he's running away from a horde of zombies or something yeah or, or something that's just chasing him and uh it was really weird yeah that part I didn't like so much <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. touch on it more. They really got excited about how cool that shot was in the first movie of him running up the steps. Yeah. To the music that they decide to do it in every movie. <laughs> and look yeah. look, and the reality is that it might be because we watched the six of them back to back to back in yeah. like less than a week that it became kind of obnoxious. Or maybe if we watched him with a longer gap in between, it wouldn't have been so bad. It just happens all the time. Yeah. And it's the same song. Yeah. Which is a good song, but, you know, you listen to a good song on repeat over and over again. Sometimes it 
gets tiring. Sometimes it doesn't, but I felt like yeah. it did. I wish that they had used that song in different ways. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind the song. It's a cool tune. It's catchy. Yeah. You know, and, it, and I think it fits the training montage as well. But when it's pretty much the exact same thing in all of them, I don't know, it feels kind of lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that I remember anything from the fight too distinctly, but I don't remember having the problem with the fight in this movie. Again, just a clear demonstration of a very bloody face. Yeah. Incredible stuff. I do appreciate that they spent more time training. Um, than the first one, yeah. Yeah, but that's something that gets better in the next movie. The training? Yeah. It does. I think so. Absolutely. Are we good to move on to three? Oh, yeah. All right. Rocky Three is my favorite of the Rocky movies. <laughs> that's a... That's a good choice yeah i have it marked down in my mind as just the most 80s movie that's ever been made <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I, I i love the use of eye of the tiger yeah in this movie oh something we haven't mentioned yet and we're only on the third one but each each movie starts with the end of the previous movie yeah which i kind of get because at the time when the first few were coming out it was hard to get physical media. It was really expensive. So there's yeah. a chance that, you know, going into Rocky 3, you hadn't seen Rocky 2 since it was in theaters mm -hmm. years prior. So you want that refresher before you go in. But <laughs> there's there's one, the beginning of the fifth movie, we'll talk about when we get there, is particularly funny. But it's fun because they edit those fights down a little bit so things happen a little bit differently at the beginning of the next movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait to the fifth movie to talk about my favorite part of that. But I love the outfits that everyone wears. My favorite, favorite, favorite uh, scene is when Apollo and Rocky are running on the beach, and Apollo <laughs> Creed is wearing Nike shoes and socks that come up to his knees, and then very short shorts and a cropped tank top that shows off his very fuzzy belly. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh boy, fashion has changed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it's just incredible. It's good. The whole training with Apollo Creed. Like Apollo Creed training Rocky in this movie. Yeah. That was all great. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to mention the, the big thing that happens is that Mickey dies in this movie. Oh, yeah. And third one. I haven't mentioned this too much. I don't think that Sylvester Stallone is a great actor. I think that he does fine in these movies. But I do appreciate that he did a pretty good job at crying when Mickey dies right in front of him. Because I feel like if he hadn't sold that, that scene would be not as good. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a, actually a well done scene. And I like I like that Apollo steps in and becomes his trainer and yeah and kind of sees that as like the next step in in his own journey is becoming a trainer. I thought that was very cool. I love the frustration that comes with just trying to train this guy who's a very bulky fighter. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rocky spends most of the first two movies just getting repeatedly punched right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, all right, learn how to like kind of dance a little bit on your feet. And he just can't do it. No. it's. I thought that that was a very good choice, not to make him just really good at it right from the get-go. Yeah. But to have him not get it until he you know, confronts the fact that he's afraid of, of losing again thought that was very cool and the part where mickey dies 
is after Rocky fights Mr. T. Mr. T for the first time and loses. And when Mickey is dying, he's asking how it went and Rocky says that he he won to Mickey. Yeah. I'd like that. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah, in fact that was that was a good scene. Mr. T is an awesome antagonist. <sighs> he's so over the top. And I love it. <laughs> All right, let's just go back to the beginning of the movie where it's, you know, it replays the end of the last movie. Yeah. And then it does like a montage of Rocky winning a bunch of fights now, defending his title. Yeah. And it's just win after win. And then Mr. T looking grumpy in the audience after Rocky wins and then gets up and storms off out of the crowd. Yeah. And it takes so many fights for him to start his own training montage and then Rocky keeps winning and then he finally goes alright uh, give me give me Balboa I want Balboa <laughs> Just and then he meets him when Balboa is given the, the speech at the statue at the statue oh, I, he's so as you said over the top and I just felt weird about it the whole time <laughs> there's a part in the movie where they, a news person, asks them before the fight. He's like, any predictions for the fight? And Mr. T goes, predictions? <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> it's so good. So... <laughs> uh, Something that comes up in this movie that becomes... A little bit annoying is that in every movie Rocky decides that he's gonna stop fighting, yeah, or that he's retired, yep. But especially knowing that there's more to come, or even just knowing that there's another hour left in the movie, it's like, no, you're not. (laughs) What are you doing? Just fight, man. Oh, I get hit too much. Then learn to block yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably the hardest thing about these movies is watching Stallone just get repeatedly punched in the face. I'm like, do something, just. I I would lose so quickly, but it hurts not to watch him just try to block. I also love that when he runs, especially when he's going like full force in the run, his head bobs down, just like jerks down every couple of steps. I, and I find it kind of funny. So it's hard for me to take him running like seriously. I was like, wow, he's really doing it. Like, Look at his head go. Bunk, bunk, bunk. Yeah. They did do uh, something differently with the theme in this movie, too. They had a band playing it in the movie. I hate that. Me, too. Straight up. <laughs> it was I the have, worst. I have I'm like, no. Yeah, me, too. I'm like, don't. That's. Uh, I don't like it. Like, And it's not that it's a Rocky thing. If they played the Avengers theme in-universe, I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Even uh, when they play the Imperial March in-universe, it's a little weird in Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, these soundtracks are supposed to be, like, kind of for us as the audience and not for the universe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... I didn't like that at all. No. <laughs> Ready for Rocky Four? Yeah. Yeah. Russia. <laughs> oh, boy. What, what a villain. <laughs> the entirety of Russia encapsulated into one man, a very young Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah. This movie's so corny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I also think that this is Pauly at his worst, especially when they're in Russia. There's a scene where he's just like complaining that there's no TV 
and then he trips on nothing and falls very slowly into snow. Yeah. Oh, Rocky, come get me. Come help me. Oh. And I was like, you're not funny, dude. I I don't enjoy this anymore. I'm done with this. I never did enjoy this. (laughs) I I mentioned that Rocky quits fighting or retires. I also should have mentioned that Adrian's very key in making those decisions, whether Rocky wants her to or not. Yeah. And it's particularly atrocious in this movie where she just gets, like, really grumpy at him for trying to fight the guy that killed his friend and then won't go to Russia so she can stay home with the kid and then abandons her child 20 minutes later to go to Russia. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) What about your kid? Gets weirder next movie, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then he drives away in the car after. She's like, don't go. Oh, my gosh. Don't go. He's like, I have to. She's like, no. There will not be. We will not be okay if you go. But he leaves. He's like, you know, I got to. And then drives away in the car, and this music it's starts like a, playing. A sequence that goes for far too long. <laughs> so of just long. a very generic 80s song over a montage of the first three movies out of order. Yeah. Didn't like it. No, it was weird. <laughs> I think There's multiple... also way too many songs in this movie. Yeah. Way too many songs over montages that are like, this is really weird. Yep. Very awkward montages, I should say that. Yeah, this is also the movie where Polly gets a very weird robot for his birthday. And that's really creepy. Yeah. What? I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's weird. It starts like, here, he's like, what's this? Like, oh, it's your birthday present. Isn't this in the 80s? What is this robot? Also, it's not something that actually exists. No. I don't know if they thought that it would exist later. That yeah. they thought that they would like inspire a, a factory to make these robots that sound very seductive and weird as they bring you beer. I wouldn't have got one. No, nope. I mean, I wasn't alive <laughs> in the 80s, but I still wouldn't nope. have got one. Ugh. Yeah, it was weird. thought it was an interesting move that they killed off Apollo Creed. In a boxing match. Yeah. I That was crazy. I didn't know Apollo Creed died. Somehow I had (laughs) avoided that spoiler. Somehow. But he gets hit in the face. Falls on. I'm like, oh my goodness. Did he just die? Yep. It's a bold move to have, you know, Apollo Creed die to, you know, the opponent of the movie. Like, die. Yeah. In front of everyone. But it, there is something interesting that you can kind of notice about these movies. You can tell who's going to win the fight in any movie by who is more cocky when they enter the ring, with the exception of the first movie. Yeah. You know, whoever walks in with a bigger, like, show to their name, they're going to lose. Yeah. Pretty much. And by the time you, when you figure that out, it just, like, ruins any of the other movies. For you. <laughs> yeah. I think Apollo went too over the top with his entrance. Although, I don't think that that was out of character. Him walking in dressed like Uncle Sam and dancing around and yeah, I don't, an entire I don't, band singing for him. I don't, it, it's really uncomfortable, Yeah, but it's not out of place. It's not out of place, but I just, I hated him while I was watching it. Yeah. It's like, this is the worst. Stop. Please. This training sequence when he's in Russia and he's like carrying logs and and running through snow and stuff I thought that it was pretty good 
I think the song over top of the training sequence is not very good. It's like no. a hearts on fire or something. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think yeah. that fits right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, but I, I liked that uh, in order to beat this guy, he had to go like more unconventional and like more rugged. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I will say that this is one of the fights that I think sticks in my memory a little bit more. As much as I maybe like three more, I think the fight from four is probably more in my mind. I think the fight from four is probably the best out of all of the Rocky movies. Maybe, like, it wouldn't be I would my be favorite, in... but the best action out of all the Rocky movies, I'd say. I'd be inclined to agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, I think that Rocky winning at the end is good, and... You know, there's very clearly like a lot of work that it took to get there. Yeah. What I don't like is Rocky giving a speech oh that convinces <laughs> the USSR to end the Cold War <laughs> at the end of the movie. I was like, that's not. No. Yeah. We didn't need to do that. This that was is, weird. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that uh, he didn't just get shot. There you go. Yep. What a movie. On to Rocky Five, where these movies take a pretty significant dip in quality. Yep. Now, here's something that I think is very funny. I had mentioned that the previous movies will open with the end of the movie that preceded it. Five does something that I think is particularly strange and, and almost funny. There's a scene in the fight in four where Rocky goes to his corner and he's, you know, a little bit dazed because he's been hit. And he says, oh, it's hard. There's three of them out there. And then Paulie says, hit the one in the middle. And Duke says, yeah, hit the one in the middle. Then they fight some more and it takes a few minutes and then Rocky wins later. In the recap, they show Rocky losing. Uh-huh. Then Rocky says, there's three of them. Hit the one in the middle. Hit the one in the middle. Then it's just Rocky winning for like 20 seconds and then he wins. So it implies that the reason that Rocky was losing the fight in Rocky 4 is not because Drago was a superior opponent that Rocky had to really work for. It was just that he couldn't see right. <laughs> yeah. And then he won when he decided to punch the middle. And I was yeah. like, that's not what happened. No, in not the really. slightest. <laughs> yeah. But then following the fourth one, they leave Russia. And they must have slingshotted that plane around the sun. Because <laughs> when they got back, his son, his son has up. just aged five years. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird move. That was weird. Now, now it's <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's actual kid. Yeah. So I can understand why they would want to put him in the movie. Yeah. But... He was gone for less than a year like maybe a couple months i don't know if they're really clear about how long he was gone but it wasn't that long that his kid would look that much older yeah at the time of their return yeah it was uh interesting his kid also wasn't very good in this movie sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> mind you no one really good in this movie <laughs> <laughs> that is true Oh boy. Yeah, this one's rough. Yeah. 
they also decide to create drama by it's not retconning but they they say that in the past Polly was in charge of getting an accountant and he picked a bad one who lost all of Rocky's fortune on real estate somehow I'm yeah. not sure how they came that word that and then weird. there's no like repercussions for this accountant apparently and Rocky gets none of his money back so he's just broke all of a sudden yeah and then they make that a big you know a big struggle that they have to go through because they no longer have any money and he's got to go back to the the you know the gritty neighborhood that he was raised in mm-hmm. yeah they could have made a much better excuse to get him back into philly i don't <laughs> <laughs> it feels like weird and lazy and i have no idea what happened I don't it's know. also worth noting that a director named John G. Avildsen directed Rocky and Rocky Five, and then Sylvester Stallone himself directed the other four mm-hmm. Rocky movies. I get the sense that John was not pleased with the way that certain things were happening in the Rocky movies, mm-hmm. because a, a bunch of this movie feels like going back to his Rocky yeah and they take a lot of time to do that like we'll get him back in the house you know in philly from the earlier movies you know he puts his hat back on he's carrying his bouncy ball around which i will say the bouncy ball is like a quirk of his character that i do kind of enjoy yeah in those movies you know just something that he does it's not particularly in your face or annoying um so i thought it was a cool little character thing that he did yeah um, I think it's also worth noting that uh, John directed the Karate Kid movies. Mm-hmm. Now, Rocky Three came out in 1982, and part of that is like Creed teaching Rocky how to like bounce on his feet, like dance a little bit. Mm-hmm. Karate Kid came out in 1984, where they explicitly have a scene where Daniel goes, "Oh, look, Mr. Miyagi," and he's like dancing on his feet and bouncing around. And Miyagi just push, puts him on the ground and says, hey, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like there was... I, I actually feel like there's a bit of bad blood between John and Sly Stallone. Yeah. Which maybe. is interesting that he came back and that Stallone was still involved. I have no idea what happened. I but don't know. And maybe I'm misreading everything. Yeah, it could be, but, but who knows? It kind of feels like I'm not. <laughs> I know. It, it feels like it, yeah, definitely. Tommy Gunn. Oh boy. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst. It's not he's the worst, isn't he? He's such a good bad guy that I hate him so much. No, he's just he sucks. Just don't like him. And his promoter? George no. Washington Duke. Yeah. <laughs> he okay, sucks. Let's, yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> let's address something too. What happened that the two black people in this movie are both named Duke? <laughs> I had to just look it up now to make sure that his last name was Duke because I, fe- I almost felt like I was combining the two characters. No. Apollo's old trainer is Duke. And then a guy comes in as George Washington Duke, who's a different character. Also, he's not very good. Nah. No, he just... He's very similar to a Seinfeld character, Jackie Childs, who plays a lawyer. He, he talks very much the same. And I actually had to check to see if they were the same actor because they're very similar. Um, yeah. And the character in Seinfeld is hilarious. 
character in this movie sucks <laughs> so much yeah every time he speaks I'm just stop please you're making this already painful movie have more pain for me to endure okay you know yeah. what it's worth it in the end but not a good movie the weird thing about this movie is that Rocky is just a really awful father and everyone knows including the guy who Rocky is neglecting his son for and no one says anything the whole movie it's really yeah. weird and it's yeah. not until like his son's like I hate you that his wife is like you know maybe you should spend more time with her son what why are you saying this now yeah it's been like weeks yeah you should have said something any of you should have said Polly should have said something anyone at the gym it's yeah. so weird it is weird it's a and weird movie I don't like it no it's not even like oh like what a you know what a painful character beat it's just weird and I don't like it <laughs> yeah his son is also weird and all of the stuff that happens around that the kids bullying him at school that was weird yeah the girl who somehow is not in on the gag to beat him up she comes out with the bullies yeah. who beat him up and then she hangs out with him it's, it's and weird it's like the bullies were nothing to her and I'm like what yeah also after the I'm walking confused. walking and she goes you know for an Italian uh, you ain't got a bad butt I'm like I don't think kids talk like that to each other but alright that's one of two strangely sexual lines that mm. I don't like mm. the other one is mm. when they come back from Russia oh boy. and Rocky says to Adrian hey let's go upstairs and I'll violate you like a parking meter <laughs> that's disgusting uh, yeah that was weird what's worse is that Adrian responds with it'll cost you a quarter which also is not how you violate a parking meter you violate by not paying I'm pretty sure yeah um so that didn't make sense nope but it's weirdly gross <laughs> did not like it nope uh, also when they come back from Russia they play the Rocky theme in universe again oh yeah and I was like yeah it's still no good yeah no thank you nope don't like that oh also weird thing when Tommy starts fighting they go to Vegas for a handful of fights you're like oh wow that's pretty cool look at them go and three minutes later like we're making no money if you're not making any money how did you get to vegas <laughs> and how did you not make any money in vegas that makes yeah. no sense to me at all the fight at the end of this movie also sucks yeah it's the only one that takes place outside of a ring i feel like street fight i feel like that was an obvious choice for five movies in and like to have the final fight not be a ring match and be a street fight like that's bound to happen except that it's not good it sucks though <laughs> oh they also came up with this thing where like Rocky has like ringing in his ears yeah that, that they... shows up twice and they did... once just out of nowhere yeah and then once in the final fight yeah and then, never, and then nothing comes back yeah and then nothing happens like he's not out for the count or anything my favorite part about the ending of this movie, though, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> is after the fight's done, 
he goes up to George Washington Duke, who says, if you touch me, I'll sue. And then Rocky punches him in the gut so hard that he flies onto the hood of a car. And he says, sue me for what? I don't know. Maybe assault? <laughs> you physically attack? You can't claim like self-defense or anything. You just straight up punch this dude who probably has like broken ribs now i'm like look i didn't like him but you are in the wrong for punching him especially that hard yeah oh boy and then the credits roll and you get like a montage of all five movies yeah and it's very clear they were like this is the last one which that's the last one that's how you're ending it oh boy yep (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but then they made another one. They sure did. Which is not as bad. <laughs> I think. Yeah, not as bad. Not, it's also not great. Not good. Now, there. this is a significant time jump. I believe there was like... 16 years. 16 years between movies. Which is a sizable gap in time. Yeah. And in which time it appears that the actress who plays Adrian lost interest in returning because they just killed her off. Yep. And in real life, she's not dead. No. Nope. I think she might actually still be alive today. Yep. But I guess she just didn't want to show up. Yeah, I had to look up during the movie. I'm like, is she dead? I don't think so. Nope. Which, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of a retrospective on Adrian now. She's different in every movie that she stars in. Yeah. She's, like, more of a jerk in some movies. She's nicer in other movies. She's also, like, mentally slow in the first one. And they make a very big point of telling you that. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of forgot about that by the end of the second movie. Yeah. (laughs) Also, which movie does she go into a coma? That's two. That's two, right. Yeah yeah that goes on for too long it does i was glad that she wasn't in rocky balboa because i didn't like her i was very much by the end yeah i didn't think she that she had a really a good performance in the movies and i'll say that i just didn't think she, she was a good actress in them it felt like it was very that era of love interest to the main character and then I knew she's in Godfather, but I couldn't remember who. And then I I watched a clip. Like, oh, so you can act. She does not bad in those movies. No. <laughs> she does a lot better. Yeah, huh. that was weird. But yeah, not my favorite character. I will be honest. And then they killed her off. Yeah, Polly. Polly. Yeah, is still alive. And I'll tell you what. This is the movie that I think Polly is the best in i think the best out of all of them but i still disliked him yeah i think he's a little toned back and more of what he does i think is justified like him complaining about going on the rounds with rocky at the beginning he you know he's like i don't want to do this anymore like you love my sister but i was a jerk to her i don't Mm want to go to all these places that remind me of her i thought that that checked out yeah that was good um him wanting to you know keep his job at the meat factory you know and and being upset when they fire him i thought that that worked Mm -hmm. pretty well 
Milo Ventimiglia is in this movie a little bit as mm-hmm. as Rocky's son, Robert Balboa. And I like him in this movie. I do too. Uh, he's probably given the best performance out of almost anyone in any of these movies. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it comes to like a down-to-earth performance. You know, I, I probably enjoy uh, Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed more as a, you know, maybe a bit over-the-top and campy role. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that he hates living in Philadelphia with his dad as this famous boxer and that he's annoyed that his dad wants to go fight again because he almost has a name for himself, but it's about to be squashed again. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the nostalgia in this movie. Uh, I I, th- I think him driving around at the beginning and looking at the different spots is fine. I like that uh, one of the characters, Marie, uh, is a character from the first movie. And as they describe you're like, oh yeah, I actually remember that girl that yells at him after he walks her home. And I thought that was a really cool choice to bring her back. And I thought that it was a cool character because it's not someone who was integral to the first movie, but it was like a very, very side character. I doubt she was even like in the credits. Yeah. And to bring that character back years later and and stuff, I thought that was pretty cool. I I also thought that it was really funny that Rocky was like, just couldn't comprehend that her son was black. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. Okay, that was weird because... (laughs) she kept referring to him as my kid like thanks for doing this for me and my kid or you know it really means a lot to me and my kid and then like an hour and 10 minutes later she's still referring to steps as her kid i'm like rocky has been spending time with your kid okay you can refer to him as his name this is just weird at this point also i didn't really like the nostalgia stuff i didn't hate it (laughs) But as it was happening, it would, you know, for me, the beginning of the movie felt like that was all that was happening. Yeah. was just him standing in a spot and being like, oh, look at this place from the first movie. Let's play a scene here. And then I was just maybe kind of annoyed with it to where, where when uh, Marie showed up at the bar, it's like, hey, remember me? He's like, no. Nah. And she's like, you walked me home that one time. And I'm like, of course, of course he did. <laughs> you know, of course you're that one person for the first movie, but whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah, this, okay, something this movie does is it takes any light source on the screen and just dials it all the way up (laughs) and it looks so weird. He puts in the light bulb and when, like when he's fixing the light bulb and it turns on, the whole screen is just with light. It's, there is definitely like, like a filter. Yeah. It's weird. Like that light bulb is not that bright. Yeah. It was weird. Or when a car would drive by and the whole screen would just be light. It was weird. Didn't like it. And speaking of Rocky hanging out with Marie's son, Steps, as they call him in the movie, uh, they go to adopt a dog. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And Oh, boy. (laughs) Rocky's like, how about this one? He's like, no, that one's ugly. We don't want an ugly dog. I'm like, that dog isn't ugly. What? It's a little scruffy, perhaps, but not that ugly. <laughs> it's not ugly. He's like, what do you want to name it? Punchy. That's what they go with. It was weird. But it was fine. I was just kind of offended that he called the dog ugly. I was hurt. Yeah. It just hadn't been groomed. It wasn't ugly. 
There's also an animated fight in this movie where they're at a bar. Like the the, and the catalyst, I guess, for the story. Yeah. The announcers are going, you know, people are thinking, was it Dixon something? Mason Dixon. Mason Dixon is the new fighter and he's up and coming. He's he's the big one now, right? And so Rocky Balboa, who's the big one back in the day, we, you know, let's see what if what happened if they fought, you know, both in their prime years or whatever. So we'll have... Let's see what the computer has to say about that. It's like, what? And then it's a fully animated fight scene of not good animated, but an animated fight between Dixon and Balboa. And we are led to believe that this was basically AI created, right? Computer based on stats. And then the computer just put this together. That was weird. (laughs) <laughs> this feels like the robot from Rocky Four. Yeah. And I just like, oh, this is definitely something that's gonna catch on. Like they'll they'll make this and this will be a thing. And then they were like, it never happened because you can't do that. Because that's useless. Mason is the least compelling or <laughs> impactful antagonist in any of these movies. It's true. And look, I don't like Tommy Gunn in five. But he has more of an impact on the story than this guy, who we don't even see fight. We see, like, montages of him, like, the final punch mm-hmm. in his fights. But we, we have no reason to believe that he's a threat at all, other than the fact that he's younger than Rocky. Yeah. And boy, this final fight <laughs> is particularly atrocious. I don't mind the movie up until the fight stuff happens. Yeah. And I probably would have preferred the movie if it was just that earlier stuff. Yeah. Oh, this is good. So Rocky decides he's going to fight. And they go to Duke and we're going to train. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do this whole thing about how, you know, you're old, you got arthritis, you're not moving as fast. So, you know, we're, we're not going to work on speed. We're going to work on just like finding opportunities to punch and then mm-hmm. when you punch it's gonna be like a ton of bricks yeah and then we proceed to watch oh there's a line where he says all right you got arthritis in your knees hard running is out within a minute it cuts to rocky running as fast as he can yeah and the fight has nothing to do with any of the training no nope. it's just a regular boxing match he's not doing anything differently yeah and the fight would have been kind of interesting if we watched this new technique and you know he's blocking more and just waiting to really kabam with like a punch to the ribs and like that's the strategy that would have been more interesting but he's just doing the same thing and you you wouldn't have even known that he's 16 years older than he was in the last movie because he's fighting exactly the same yeah that fight was weird the editing was so weird okay so it starts off as it's entirely filmed like an actual boxing match would be yeah. filmed to air on TV. So I thought that was kind of cool. I preferred it being filmed more you know, personal like a, a movie would be. Yeah. But I thought it was a cool idea. And then at one point it just isn't anymore for the rest of the fight. And there's flashes of black and white and In the blue. Same, the same bluish grayscale that they use for like the flashbacks at the beginning of the movie yeah which is really weird yeah and it's not like he gets hit and it's a flashback to apollo hitting him 
from the first movie. It's just it just takes the it just footage goes and then slow. just makes it black and white, blue ish. And it's not even necessarily on a hit. It just no. kind of happens. Yeah, it's not on beat. It's just yeah. Let's right there. That's a good one. All right, play it for a couple. Oh no, that's a good. Let's do that there. It's just it's weird. We haven't we haven't talked about this yet. Um, the announcers during any of the fights. Oh, because <laughs> you know whatever. They're really bad in this movie. Okay, before the fight, here have it written down because it was so bad. I, I right. mean, it'd be hilarious if we had the same thing written down. All right, an announcer goes. He's like, so um, why'd they call this an exhibition, right? And the one announcer goes, so they wouldn't have to call it an execution, and then smiles <laughs> at the camera, like, oh my gosh, that was so bad. All right, here's what I got. Ugh. Nobody expects anything from the former champ. Meanwhile, in the background, everyone's going, Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. I think you're wrong, my man. I think everyone expects something from Rocky, based oh, on the boy. fact that they're chanting his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was not good. Uh, I also have down that at the end when he's walking out of the arena, and he's like, kind of like non-verbally saying thank you and like waving at everyone. It doesn't feel like Rocky's doing it at all. It feels like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's like thanking all the people that came out to watch the filming of his movie and then just didn't turn the cameras off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then boy. in the credits for this one, we have a montage of of fans who have run up the stairs in Philadelphia. I didn't like that. And have pumped their hands to let you know that this is the last one. And we're looking at the legacy that's been left behind. And in a way... It was the last one, and it's, that's probably a good thing. Because if they tried to make another Rocky, oh boy, it would not have been good. Okay, before the credits of this movie, it ends on him at Adrian's grave, Rocky at Adrian's yeah. grave, and he walks away. I'm like, hey, this isn't a bad shot. And then he fades out of the camera, like he fades out, doesn't walk away. He's walking away. Oh yeah. And then it fades, like he turns into a ghost. And then credits it. I'm like, what was, what? <laughs> Why did he fade? What was that? Yeah. It was weird. Oh, boy. That's a good way to put it. It's a weird movie. I don't think they necessarily need to make this one. No. But now we go to the biggest shift. Yeah. In Creed. Yeah. From good to mediocre to bad to now even worse. No, I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <good at> <laughs> no, Creed is awesome. Yeah. Creed is the best of these movies. Oh, yeah. By a mile. Not even a competition. It's oh, it's incredible how much happens in this movie that you didn't realize was possible in the earlier ones. The biggest one being that Stallone is giving the performance of a lifetime in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's really good. Yeah. And he actually got nominated for an Oscar. And he Did, didn't, didn't win. No, he definitely didn't. No. But I uh, I can see why they nominated him. Yeah. Because it's a pretty solid performance. Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of boggling that he ha- he was capable of doing this the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just wasn't doing it. And I think a lot of that comes down to the fact that he was directing and writing those movies. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I know what it needs to look like. And just doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's incredible too because it's a great performance. But it's still the same characters. Like he speaks with the same mannerisms. 
and such. It doesn't feel like a different character, but it's now this character, but yeah, a good performance. Exactly. I love Michael B. Jordan oh, he's as great. Adonis Creed. I think he's in great shape mm-hmm. for the movie. Like he looks like someone who's ready to box. Yeah. And he like he looks like someone who's been dedicated to this. And I like his physique is interesting because it's not he's not Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. where he's so jacked that it's crazy, but he's like just jacked enough that he he seems realistic. Yeah. Um I think he was a great performance and I think that he does a great job fighting. I love Tessa Thompson as Bianca. Yeah. I love Bianca and Donnie's relationship. Mm-hmm. At the worst, the worst that it is in this movie is better than the best that Rocky and Adrian <laughs> are. Yeah. I, I'm more invested in this relationship. I believe it more. Yeah. I just think it's way better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the most I feel emotion between Rocky and Adrian's relationship is also in this movie that she's dead yeah (laughs) (laughs) because of stuff that goes on with uh rocky developing cancer which is a very cool subplot of him deciding that he's not going to live anymore and then realizing that he actually has another reason to stay alive in creed that was a really cool yeah really cool story beat yeah the fights in this movie are also awesome. the best out of this entire franchise. Now, the final fight we'll get to, and I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But there's a fight about halfway through the movie, which is kind of his first fight back after he starts training with Rocky. That's filmed entirely. Now, okay, there's probably some... I don't even know. Maybe there's some cheeky hidden cuts or something. But it's presented as one continuous shot. And now that's cool. Mm-hmm. Very interesting that they would film entire fight in one shot but the part that gets me is that they bleed they get cut open during this fight mm-hmm. uh, like Donnie gets a cut right above his eye and I have no idea how they pulled it off I think it's just computer effects I don't think for, I think it's computer effects for when it starts it might they might have you know done it actually later but it's weird because the camera is on the guy that he's fighting yeah, it's at his back, and he's punching Creed, and there's no blood. Yeah, and he keeps punching him, and they're both still on screen, and then he pulls away, and now there's blood. So it's like that's what I'm saying. What man. happened? <laughs> I don't think they would have been able to, but you know what? I wasn't involved with the production of this movie, so I don't know how they did it. <laughs> it is an incredible scene, nonetheless. Oh yes, oh. It, just awesome. And it's cool that it keeps going after the fight is over yeah and it keeps going back and forth um and then the cutaway is great to a joke that i think was hilarious where he's like what are we doing after the fight and rocky's like let's go for it let's go for it you know he's like yeah let's light this town up or whatever and then it cuts to them asleep on the couch with ice cream (laughs) watching a movie (laughs) yeah oh that's good yeah it's a great movie it was a few long shots in the movie including one right right at the beginning oh that was cool um yeah, I, I I believe in like long shots that are like, you know, important. Like uh, one of the James Bond movies opens with a long shot. And it's basically just him walking, and I went, eh. 
okay that's mm-hmm. cool i guess but the ones in this movie i think were just really exciting yeah and it felt like impressive that they pulled them off especially, especially the fight especially that one with the fight the music in this movie is really really good oh yeah the the training montage music is so good because and it's you know new what? but also it's got a hint of that old rocky in it too and the training montages themselves are so good yeah in the first one where rocky starts training creed and you know he's like get the chicken you know what i'm saying yeah nice call on all that all the callbacks to jump rope it's the nostalgia feel but it feels also new and i just i loved it yep. i also thought it was really funny yeah chickens are slowing down i guess <laughs> um just when he's watching creed on the jump rope <laughs> watching i him fail. i wish that they had done what they did in this movie in the rocky movies where there's more training and you watch creed grow in his ability yeah to pull off these things um i don't know what it's called but it's that little little punching bag that hangs from speed the bag speed bag yeah. and then they have to like hit it in a rhythm fast enough so that it, yeah. they don't like bump it and slow it down and knock it off and watching him like start off and you know, the first few times you see him he can't he can't get it but as mm-hmm. the movie goes on he gets better and faster and even with the jump rope and stuff and it's exciting to watch yeah. him get better and you feel that by the time he goes into this final fight they're like oh yeah he's ready yeah. this is gonna be good now interesting thing that i think about this movie and the fight at the end is you're not particularly invested into who he's fighting which i think is very interesting because they tried to do that in all of the rocky movies Mm -hmm. and then they just dropped it completely for this one pretty ricky conlon is his name Mm -hmm. the only reason i remember it is because i like the scene of him shouting in the kitchen i'm fighting pretty ricky conlon (laughs) But, like, you don't really care. Like, it's not it's not a stakes of this guy winning or this guy winning. It's all about Creed, like, living up to, like, making his own legacy and the name for himself. Yeah. And that was really well done. Yeah. Because even though he loses the fight by a decision. Like the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you still feel like he won what he needed to win in this story. Yeah. Uh, the one moment in the final fight that I thought was really, really cool is when he gets knocked out and, like, clean out. Like, eyes closed and everything unconscious. And you kind of see, like, flashes in his head. That was good. And then he sees his dad. Yep. And then he, like, comes back to consciousness and, like, stands up in a second. And they're like, oh, my goodness, he's back. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, Oh. Michael B. Jordan was so good in this movie. So good. And I I really enjoyed the final fight. Oh, yeah. Too. Like, I didn't really care about the enemy, but yeah. I haven't cared about <laughs> a couple of the enemies that Rocky yeah. has fought. But it, but you're more... I think you're still even you, more invested because of you're not su- yeah, you're the not person su- you're rooting for. Exactly. Right? You're not supposed to care about the enemy that much. You're supposed to care about the main character, which is something... I cared about all the main characters in this movie. Yeah. More than I've ever cared about any character in any Rocky movie. And the thing about Rocky himself is I like Rocky in this movie more than I've liked him in any other movie, too. I like Rocky in the mentor to the main character role 
more than when he was the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really um, good stuff. What I love is that in the big montage moment, I guess the big running moment, we'll call it, where he's running down the street yeah. with all the bikes, they play a different song, which yeah. is where they would usually play that, that classic Rocky theme that we hear in every movie. Oh, yeah. But they don't exclude it, but they move it to yeah. when he's amped up and fired up to go and do that last fight at the end. Yeah. And then they play it just the beginning. And I thought that putting that music there, I got goosebumps, man. Oh, yeah. I, after we've said the the theme getting kind of tired watching all these movies back to back to back, this is the first time that it starts playing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, um, and even like pumped. the classic, you know, like going up the stairs. I love how they played it. Played that differently. Yeah. Walking with a very sick Rocky up the stairs, and Rocky oh, struggles to take those last couple steps. Good moment. Not running, not no. pumping your hands at the end, just going up and enjoying a nice tender moment yeah. at the end of the movie, looking over Philadelphia. Yeah. Excellently done. Good movie. Now, we've been hyping it up. I don't hate Creep 2. I think it's pretty good. I like Creep 2. Unfortunately, you're not going to top the first one. No. And I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I do wish that it was not just Creed or Rocky Four again. Yeah. It is pretty much the same movie. Yeah. Except no one dies the first fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just gets very badly hurt. Yeah. Which results in a lot of good scenes like yep. when rocky's at the hospital oh speaking of hospitals i would just like to go back to the first movie for a second to the first first creed, first creed yep. movie when rocky's getting chemotherapy and creed is training at the hospital yep. that was so good all right just want to say that we can bring it back to creed 2 now um yeah <laughs> i can't I've complained about the drama in the Rocky movies a bit. And look, maybe you could cut a little bit of it out of this movie. But I care about the drama that's happening in this movie. Yeah. More than any of those earlier movies. Um, when Creed decides that he's not fighting, he's not even going to like punch a bag to train. I buy it. Yeah. I'm behind it. I get it. I mean, I don't get it, but... Um, when when they're upset because they realize that their daughter is is completely deaf from birth i buy that emotion i i get why they're upset yeah i i like the personal stuff in this movie me too i also like that uh donnie has to look over look after his daughter and then he has no idea what he's doing so he just takes her to the gym and then punches a bag and then screams mm-hmm. and then admits to his daughter before anyone else that he's been he's been moody and <laughs> for no reason yeah he's like yeah i need to get over myself all right we'll get back on this yeah i also really like that going into the final fight bianca sings for creed's entrance that was pretty cool. i was like if you're if your girlfriend or your wife can sing like and is like a professional singer, 
maybe you should have her sing you know to to get you in i'm glad they finally did that for the final one yeah i I thought that was pretty sweet i what i appreciate about drago versus creed in this movie Mm -hmm. is that even when drago wins beats him kind of in the first fight oh yeah the first fight he's still taking some damage mm-hmm. whereas he drago he, ivan drago in rocky four maybe felt a little too invincible for a bit yeah i liked that it felt like you know like yeah he's better but he is still a person who can be beat i appreciated that and i think that it made the i actually liked the way that the fight ended at the end of the movie with Ivan realizing that he had to just get over himself and losing yeah and throw in the towel otherwise his son his son is gonna get hurt yeah and that was really good he's gonna suck it up and become a dad yeah that was good yeah when I liked it when uh Drago's mom Ivan's wife yeah leaves because he's losing the fight and then you know Ivan's all like oh that sucks and then but you see Drago in the ring notice that and he gets up after that and I can I could kind of feel that he was just a little bit different now yeah and I I really like that and I just I felt I felt it you know I think they got the right emotions across and then when He's upset that his dad threw in the towel, you know, and the fight's over and he lost and he's upset at himself. I was like, no, it, it's okay. It's okay, son, you know? And then later, at the end of the movie, they're running, they're together. running together. That was good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I, I like that, you know, because it's basically Rocky Ford. They had to go to some desolate place for uh, yeah. hardcore training, but they can't go to Russia. So they go to the middle of the desert with just like some shacks and barrels yeah. it, it felt kind of silly but it is a pretty sick training montage it is. and again i like that it doesn't just start and he's like oh yeah i got it no worries but like they're he's getting hurt he's throwing up yeah and it takes a minute for him to like be like all right we're gonna like commit to do this and like you watch him learn and i'm like yes this is good stuff thank you this yeah. is what i this is what i want to see yeah and it's exciting, and it just gets you excited for him going into the final fight. Yeah, and it's a good final fight, too. It is. I will say it's that. Not as good as the first one, in my humble opinion. Boy, that's hard to top. But, <laughs> yeah. Any final thoughts for Creed 2? Yeah. The scene, yeah, Rocky has a really good goodbye, you know? When he goes to finally call his son. Yeah. And then shows up in his... His grandson opens the door. Yeah. That was a good scene. I liked that. That was good. It also felt like a good move for them to have Rocky make. Yeah. To finally, like, be a dad, be a grandpa. And it seems like he's actually moved to Vancouver to go spend time with his family. And I like that, that that's his goodbye instead of him dying. Yeah. I didn't, we didn't need to see him die. No. All right. Creed 3. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this on the day of release, you may notice that Creed 3 isn't in theaters. 
and a little behind the scenes, we've recorded this before the day it was released, so it's definitely not in theaters. Yeah. We're going to introduce a little something different that we'll do a few times throughout the year. We hope you've enjoyed listening to us talk about Rocky through Creed 2 in anticipation of Creed 3. Uh, we're going to go watch it when it comes out. And then on Monday, you can come back. That should give us time to watch it, record an episode, edit it, get it out. On Monday, you can come back here and listen to a shorter episode in which we will review Creed 3 by itself. We'll talk about how it relates to these other movies. Yeah. I'm excited for Creed 3, man. Me too. It's also Michael B. Jordan directing, and I believe it's the first thing that he's ever directed. And it feels like a good move for him. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of background to this universe. He's spent a lot of time with the character. I I feel like he understands, like, where this person is and where he should go. Yep. And Jonathan Majors is going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited about that freaking swole dude oh yeah he's huge yeah i'm very excited oh yeah and i'm excited to share my thoughts with our listeners for sure when we watch it uh thank you for listening do i know what we're doing in two weeks come back in two weeks to hear us talk about the academy awards yeah and our predictions yeah and you can come and see us on monday listen to us on monday yeah talking about creed three yeah Luke, why don't you use the send off? All right, <laughs> all right. So let's let's leave everybody here with a lesson. I came in here and I watched these movies, and you know the way I felt about them maybe wasn't the best. You know, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. But over time, you know, my feelings changed, and the movies changed, and if I can change. And if the movies can change, then anyone, anyone can change. Thank you for listening. Hey, thanks, Luke. And thank you, listener, for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to keep up with us and the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, or X, if you will, at Pod Screen Time to see some quick thoughts of ours regarding movies or shows. You can also follow us on Instagram, again, at Pod Screen Time, to see when our episodes drop and any extra visuals that we want to show off. You can also catch up with both of us individually on Letterboxd to catch our thoughts and reviews on the movies that we watch. You can find me at The Shininator, and you can find Luke at Shin Glassman. If you want to hear more of Luke, feel free to check out his other podcast, Toku Talk Radio, where he discusses tokusatsu and anime with his sister Hannah. And if you want even more of Luke, who can blame you, you can take yourself over to his YouTube channel, Shin Glassman, where you can watch his videos that range from reviews to tier lists. They really are a blast. Links to all these things are in the description of this episode, so head there to find those and stay connected with us. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.